word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day are crick and elide. I think I'm pronouncing the second one correctly. Elide? Yes. Well, the first one is crick. That's brought to us by, unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. That is a common southernism referring to a pain, spasm, spasm, or strain in a joint such as a neck, back, or knee. So there you go. There's that. I never heard. I mean, I've, I guess I think I think I've heard a crick. Oh, crick before. Crick. I have never heard it. Never heard of a crick before. No, I don't a, think so. A crick in my neck. I think actually, yeah, that's where I think I've heard it. Okay, maybe there then. A crick in my neck. All right, and then the other word of the day is elide. To suppress, omit, ignore, or pass over. A little aggressive. I kind of like it as a, as a term for uh, Giants fans for describing their front office starting Eli Manning. Elide for <laughs> any time that he should, because it should be Daniel Jones. Wouldn't it be elided? Like elated? I guess, yeah, elided. And well, I mean, elide. Yeah, well, mm, yeah, they are suppressing Daniel Jones. That is the better pick. But I really think that for the Giants' purposes, it serves them better to let Eli go out there in the sink or swim situation and let him physically lose the job so that way fans aren't like, then, mani- no then management can finally be like, okay, we have to move on from right, Eli. Like he's officially shown us that he's burnt up, washed up, and look at what we have but from Daniel Jones in the preseason to be excited about. Because you know fans are going to be calling for him as soon as Eli oh, yeah, messes up. F- yeah, a couple incompletions, and people are going to be chanting for uh, Danny Dimes. Absolutely. All right, well, we got a good show for you today. I think so. Uh, that's pretty safe. That's you know kind of standard operating procedure around here. Um, you ready to go, Mateo? Yep. Let's get it on. See me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean Seashell, had to get it myself At the house since a young and I've been paying my bills For the longest I don't need you, all you niggas say though Round up motherfuckers, I can wait though Too much money to be making, need it why Work for myself like all you niggas aren't it Nigga, you probably can Google me, eh Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'ma get first to economy, eh I'ma go back to hiatus If these juice won't play this Might die, might die R.I.P. to my bay, Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts. Podcast by Regular Joes, for Regular Joes. Sponsorship free, because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. Nothing in that gap. You couldn't find a sponsor? No, nothing. No. And I also felt like I jumped in too early on the music there, so I was trying to stall it out a little (laughs) bit. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I'm joined by my friend and co-host, in that order, Matteo Polverari. What up? How's it going? 
It's good. Yeah. Dude, been a while since I've seen you. Like right, Friday night. What are we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when's the last time we did the Sunday pod? Has it been Ooh. over a month? No, probably. Oh, man. Maybe. What do? were you, two weeks out before Canada? You were yeah. at the two weeks before? Yeah, two weeks. So, yeah, probably. It's been a month. Yeah, I went to San Diego. You went to Canada. Yep. Flan go anywhere? Mm, I'm not exactly sure what Flan's doing right now, actually. And then Timmy even traveled. He was in Colorado. Yep. Can you say that like a regular person? Colorado. In Colorado. Colorado. There you go. There you go. Let me say it like a normal <laughs> Look <laughs> at that. My bad. That's messed up. Um, oh, shit. I forgot the ambiance. There we oh, go. Oh, there we go. Now oh, it's a okay. show. Now we're now we're good. Got distracted, dude. We were catching up. It was too much. Okay, so yeah, Flan's not here. Back. Let's get straight to business. Flan's not here, but we still have an Alpha, Beta, Zeta because, you know, we like to bring that little bit of fratitude to the show. So... All right, the first one I have is Alpha is me and self-brag, but it's going to happen because I did a radio call on Friday before we met up at the bar. That's and cool I that we can go five minutes without a self-brag. <laughs> I usually we have actually, about 15 minutes where you slide one in. We actually made it about 4.59 if you want to oh, include okay, the entire so thing. The, yeah. Okay, the under. <laughs> That's a new record. Yeah, that's <laughs> got to be a new record. Yeah, you know, I try. So, but yes, anyway, keep, keep self masturbating. I'm the alpha. I'm stroking it hard. I'm the I'm the alpha because I did a radio broadcast. No, I'm not saying I was you know necessarily like Vern Lundquist or anything like that. But did predict a couple plays before they happen, and I have to tell you, knowing that even if it's only like 12 people that are listening on the other side because it's AM radio. I mean, there two there is two FM stations, but it, because it's mainly AM radio, you'd think, oh, how many people are honestly listening to this? But for the people that were listening, I guarantee they were probably like, hmm, okay, probably knows a little, and that's it. I just know a little. I just did very good. I just did a very good job of taking that little and stretching it for as long as I could over the course of four quarters. I'm sure you filled some dead air for truck drivers, so. Yeah, right. They're just driving through. Just They're trying like, to oh, I like something. this high school game. Yeah. <laughs> For the 30 minutes that it takes to drive through Sonoma County and right. the signal's gone. <laughs> yeah. So the toughest part, honestly, was the pregame show, really. Halftime was fine because that was just getting updates from schools around the area. And then you brought in some, or we work with another guy, uh, Michael Butterball. Shout out to you. He's a PA announcer at the high school that we were at for those games. But he uh, he's also going to be helping out with our broadcast. And he came in and did some interviews there. He also helped us get a postgame interview with the players of the game. I mean, it was fun. So, but there's a lot to lot to build upon, and I'm looking forward to it for the next time. So, Alpha, me, I'll take it. My radio call, slowly so, taking over. So, do you put your name on when you do the Alpha for when you're doing the Instagram and the social media? No, you just say Alpha Beta Zeta. Oh, you don't, you don't. It's a nice little tease how people are like, hmm, I want to, I want to, I, I wonder what the Alpha Beta Zeta is, huh? Oh, it's Jeff. Let me listen. Oh yeah, what a shocker! <laughs> what a surprise! All right, the Beta is gonna be Kobe and Shaq because I, for one, am tired of this of this beef that's going on here man like it is so annoying the little pissing match that these two have okay uh, at the beginning of his career Shaq was much better than you know if we want to compare career arcs Shaq was very very good in the beginning of his career better than Kobe was and then what what helped with Kobe was honestly just playing at the time that he did with being the kind of first first wave of that evolution of like pound the rock inside to all of a sudden like changing it and experimenting more with outside jumpers and, and jump shots is I don't I don't really take a side in this debate I'm just tired of it it's like you guys won three championships you should have won more you didn't you know you each went on you each split your own way and I think how many how many championships did Shaq finish with 
Just like he had one on Miami, right? He's, good. So he's got one four. On Miami. He's got yeah. four, right? Yeah. And Kobe's got five. Back okay. to back to back. Whatever. No big deal. The people are saying that they should have won twelve championships together are tripping. So shut your damn mouth because that would have never happened. But there there was a lot of untapped potential there because you guys couldn't get along. Because Kobe was a drill mm-hmm. sergeant and Shaq definitely enjoyed what the game was bringing him. No, I agree. I mean, yeah, they cut it. It just ended too soon. I mean, you can argue about Shaq being in shape, but they won. Th- they won three in a row. Oh, I, I know. Mean, they, right? They peaked out at, at three in a row. There's only what five teams when we were doing it with the looking over the Warriors that had that accomplished something like that. The most frustrating aspect of growing up watching the NBA was watching them in the Western mm-hmm. Conference in the NBA Finals during that stretch. And then when the Pistons finally knocked off Kobe and the and, and the Lakers, that was just kind of like yes, like finally they got him. Like, finally, right. somebody knocked off the villains, and then yeah. they were and then they were right back there. They're done. They're done. We don't have to deal with them anymore. And then sure enough, they resurfaced mm-hmm. again with the. With a reboot. I like it because I, I enjoy when they show up to the Laker events together and they act like they're buddy-buddy. And then all it takes is one little shot. Is and consen- it just triggers. Is consensus that everybody would take Kobe over Shaq, though, in that scenario? Like, are we? But what are the parameters? Are we doing it for a one-game set? Are we doing it for a series? Are we doing it for a season? Are we doing it for building a franchise? Like, what are the parameters that we're putting behind if we're trying to select if we're going to take Kobe or Shaq. And I guess what rules are we playing by, too? Is oh, it, is which it, generation yeah, of NBA? Generation, well, mean, those are two guys. What's funny is those two guys played. A, they, they pretty much caught. They, they played in the transitional phase for sure. But they also caught the beginning of, of the, the old the, the beginning of the end of the old school mm-hmm. NBA mentality. At playing in the 90s and then playing in the aughts, I guess, as people are calling them now in the thousands. You kind of saw that transition into what the game has eventually turned into now. I mean, it's been a steady but gradual change that's subtly overtaken. How's your fantasy draft going? Hanging in there. How many picks away are we? Uh, I'm on it right now. Oh, okay. I need a quarterback. Mm. There are cars available. That's mm, exciting. I don't know. Darnold, Stafford. I'm going to take Darnold, and that'll pretty much do my draft. Okay, interesting. I can, I can focus on talking about a Shaq and Kobe beef. Oh, okay. Well, no, we're done with it. It's okay. What? Oh, well, you you don't want to milk any more out of it? You had more thoughts on the Shaggy No, Kobe nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it. That's, sh- that's why I asked. I said, are I'm, we doing it for a game? Are we doing it for a series? Are we doing it for a season? Or are we starting our franchise with it? You know? Right. I, wanted, I would take Kobe for a season. I, I would feel good about having 82-game Kobe. Shaq wouldn't stay in shape for the season. Shaq wouldn't give a shit about a season. Shaq so would be want, like, "You want Shaq for a game? I want Shaq for a game. I would take Shaq for for playoffs, game, championship, season. Kobe. That would be the only way. But what about a series, a seven game series? Shaq. I, or Kobe? I'm still taking Shaq. Okay. So I, I I would be afraid of depending on it, what the matchup is too. If somebody's playing a five that can stretch stretch and shoot the three ball, I don't know if Shaq's really going to want to go out there. But the more I think about it, I, I would think people would agree consensus with that. Short term, you want Shaq. Not just because of the stamina, just because of what he can provide. Mm-hmm. So in a game or a series, you want to go with Shaq. Yes, in the playoffs, you definitely want to ride Shaq. The free throw shooting would be very, very questionable. Oh, God, I'd go nuts. Yeah, awful. You'd just be sitting there the whole time clenching your cheeks while he's at the free throw line. But moving forward, if it's a season or you're starting your franchise, you definitely go with Kobe in that situation. Yeah, 82-game Kobe. He'd want to win every game. Absolutely. All right, next up we have the Zeta, which is the post-binge feeling. That's what I'm putting down because I just finished Mindhunter on Netflix. Great show. Looking forward to it. And I have a, I have a list of shows that I want to watch and movies that I want to watch. And I usually, this is what I do, kind of because that post-binge feeling is so weird. You know how you get done, you're finally done with a show, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, man, like, now what, you know? The way I combat that is you got to have movies in your on your list that you can 
because I, I feel like just straight psychopaths just jump straight from series to series, <laughs> right? There's got mm-hmm. you have to naturally have this little come down of the high of that show that you are watching. So watch movies in between, right? Maybe give yourself like one or two movies, and in that movie, maybe a Planet Earth and well, uh, maybe, but within that, within those two movies, maybe there's some plots or elements of the movie that you like where you're like, hmm, I want to find a show that explores more of that, and then boom, all of a sudden you find a new show, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that's how I found Mindhunter, but that's usually what I do with my shows is that's how I j- gravitate genres, is if it's not a Western or, like, a historical timepiece or a drama like this. Is like the, Actually, Mindhunter was kind of an experiment for me. I wasn't exactly sure if I was going to like it and then just ended up just binging the hell out of it two, three episodes a day. So how, how are you going to find something to replace Mindhunter, though? I have no it, idea. Right? Well, Peaky Blinders apparently is supposed to hit Netflix. Season 5 is supposed to hit Netflix. Uh, in October, so we're just buying time now. Yep. So you, you just have a month to fill. Yeah, I saw that Netflix added Cheers. I might, I might, Ooh. I've added that to the list. I might give uh, that, you know, smart on them. Put it some spin there, some nice twenty-four episode, in, you know, minute episode increments. You know, I would love to know, know the show from like the '90s or 2000s that's going to pick up steam, like The Office. Once The Office and Friends leaves Netflix, what's going to replace that? Where everybody's going to be in t-shirts, everybody's quoting it. I would argue that it could be Cheers. That that because right? I think that I think this is a recent acquisition, and yeah, you're gonna have to go and find nostalgic old shows like that. Because once once NBC does get their stuff together and they and they snag The Office, like it's done, mm-hmm. you know. Like the the whole Netflix and chill thing, I'm pretty sure premised around Parks and Rec and The Office. Well, first The Office, and then and then Parks and Rec. Go on any Tinder or Bumble profile and oh, see dude. how many Office references. I there can't are. believe how many Office shirts I see everywhere. Or Parks and Rec. Coles. I got myself a Dunder Mifflin shirt. Yeah. That I can't hate yep. too hard. Yeah, uh, hand up. I'm guilty. Oh well, no, not mad. All right, so yeah, that'll do it. The alphabet is Zeta. Me, Kobe, Shaq, Beef, and then that post binge feeling. Agree, disagree. That's how it is. Oh well. All right, moving on to talking points, Mateo. Yesterday, well, is it yesterday? Was that the deadline for all the NFL roster cuts? Yes. Yesterday was. Yesterday, and then today at nine was the first of waiver wires. Give me your biggest surprises from the NFL cuts that that took place this weekend. Jeez, uh, polite being cut by the Jets, a third rounder. Hmm. I think that was a shocker for me. Obviously, the Houston trade. Yeah, the Houston trade was huge. I mean, they made two trades. Do you have any? What do you? What? Which ones did you like or dislike? I just saw the. I saw the Jadavion Clowney. And, and then they got Tunsil. Yes, and getting Tunsil back. I feel like the the Dolphins kind of gave up a lot there. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the, the trade for the Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins are stacked, don't they? Have uh, two firsts, two second, two thirds, two fourths. Yeah, like they have a. It's ton also just of it's capital. a it's a terrible look getting rid of Kenny Stills after he called out the owner. Yeah, it, it's it's awful. It's, it's a really bad. It's look really bad for the Dolphins. I'm not envious of that situation whatsoever. And I mean, what does it do for Rosen? Rosen just lost his left tackle. Why did you give up a second for Rosen? Unless it, uh, do you want to be competitive this year? It seems like no if you're getting rid of your left tackle. Wow. Sorry, I'm just looking at the the Steelers release. They released John. Oh no, that was a different one. Okay, Johnny Holton, Trey Griffey up. Oh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s kid didn't make the team. That sucks. Always cheering for him. Never makes it though. It's like his third time being invited back to the Steelers. What about Lashawn McCoy? Wow, I was more surprised that he went into the with the Chiefs and did, for, I, did I sell that really well? Wow, yeah, wow, for oh, four wow. million. I mean, he, more from a fantasy standpoint, if you're drafting at Bruins, Melvin Gordon responded to that though, and that was interesting. I wasn't sure if that was like a positive reaction or like a negative reaction from Melvin Gordon, but he reacted nonetheless. So, what was his reaction though? I think he tweeted out something like the bar's been set or something. Maybe I'm tripping. Okay, 
I gotta look at Twitter real. I was wondering if you reacted because after he signed, there was rumors that McCoy that the Chargers were trying. He they finished up as runner-ups to get McCoy. Oh, and they were trying to get rid right? of right. And so I wonder if for Melvin, did, did that kind of trigger him? He tweeted out. I now, ha, 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 shit getting real. And that was in response to Ian Rappaport. Is it Rappaport or Rappaport? Uh, Rappaport? Rappaport. Rappaport. Former Bills running back Sean McCoy has found a new home. He's headed to Kansas City to sign with the Chiefs. Source said he got a one-year deal worth $3 million. It can be worth $4 million in incentives. And then Melvin Gordon responded back to shit getting real. Like, was that because there's a new running back in the division? Or is that because of what... <laughs> Or almost broke the phone there. Uh, or is that because there's there's a new pay? You're, you're looking for the pay scale. Like, I, I'm. We've been down this road. Running backs are not going to get paid, regardless of how much they want to. Mm-hmm. They're just not. They're a they're a commodity that can be easily disposed of. And I know that sounds awful, but that's what that's it is what it is. Yeah, I mean Melvin's at the point where he hopes there's one or two stupid teams out there that will do it, but it's just too late in the game. There's an official right here. Melvin Gordon, Chargers contract talks suspended until after season mm-hmm. and mid holdout. So now he has to play for five million. Well, what's funny is because yeah, he would re- he would earn five point six, right? Mm-hmm. So that's more than than Shady's getting. I don't know why he's saying that, but well, it's tough Gordon wants to market. make more than ten million dollars annually with the Chargers. That okay, fat chance, big dog. Like you can maybe pull off eight or nine. Eight or nine would be dope. But you've got a lot of tread on your tires. You got to know thyself, right? Am I, I? I'm not. I feel like maybe. Well, well I talking think, about another man's pocket, well, another man's pocket. With draft compensation, it's that would be tough. If he if he goes the next year and he hits free agency, then yeah, I could see nine to ten, and you just build that contract where it's front loaded, and so you don't have a Todd Gurley thing because of all the injuries that Gordon has had in his career. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I definitely agree. All right, moving on, because I'm done talking about the NFL right now, until. <laughs> For, for just right now. Carmelo Anthony talks the possibility of playing with family, put that in quotation marks, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So Carmelo is not actually talking with anybody. He actually just ran into TMZ, and TMZ asked him about what it would be like to play with those two, and he said, that's family, so that's bigger than basketball. Here you go. Here's the gem of all gems. If something happens, something's going to happen. Mic drop. Whoa. That, Whoa. Was, that was some deep shit. That is amongst the all-time philosophizers of history of all time. Carmelo Anthony, ladies and gentlemen. That is... So that's bigger than basketball. If something happens, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen, Mateo. Where should I get that tattooed? This is absolutely ridiculous. Dude, I should put that on my Tinder profile. It is really... Oh, <laughs> That's actually really good. Right. I'm just going right to right now. I'm gonna scrub everything. Just a full quote, though. Full quote. So that's bigger than basketball. If something's going <laughs> to... You could always say that's family, too. That's family. I want them oh. now. That I wonder if they'll hop on to do basketball as family t-shirts and <laughs> steal the whole NBA thing. Do it. Do it. We're actively editing this right now. So, comma... Oh, there we go. Are you there yet? Dude, I'm old. I didn't think I'd be editing Weird this. time to pull that card. All right. 
Oh, I thought like, I just oh, said, like, it, said it and uh, forget so, it. <laughs> so, orig- so original. My TV shows are Breaking Bad, The Office, and Parks and Rec. Mm. I do like The Good Place, though. What a catch. What yeah, a catch. Everybody's missing out. Can't verify. So, uh, so comma. Hold on, hold on. Oh hold my on, you're goodness. asking a lot. Okay, I'm, I'm so, S-O, comma, comma that, 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 no, or that, that. That, apostrophe S. Okay. That's bigger than basketball. Bigger than. What if it's then? No, it's then. Because then's compared and then. I'm is. saying it's then. It's bigger it, than. I'm reading the quote verbatim right now. Are you? But are, that's off of TMZ though. No, Future? well, it's off of Bleacher Report, which, that which took is coming courtesy wow, of TMZ. So this is a weird grammar. Yeah, telephone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, keep going. Then basketball. Period. Okay. If something happens, period. comma. If something happens, comma. Something's gonna happen. Something is going. No, 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 not something is. Some things. Oh, some, th- oh, some things. Apostrophe S. Yes. Oh. Something's gonna happen. It seems deeper when I type it out now. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Wow. Updated. <laughs> Updated for sure. Thank I'll, you, Carmelo. I'll figure out the tattoo. That's later. all I really wanted to bring up was just that's like one of those times where, and I mean, I can't hate because Mike Tomlin's one of those guys too, where he'll say something, he'll give you a quote where it's like he sounds kind of profound or just like. You know, you really have to think about it for a second, and then you're just like, that's stupid. Like, what? <laughs> yes, of course, if something's going to happen, something's going to happen. You know? Jesus. Thank you, Mello. But for now, enjoy retirement. Okay? Try and stay in shape in case the team comes knocking on your door. Then you can prove all of us wrong because we've been laughing at you for so long. I just feel that when, like, KD or LeBron or one of these guys ends up with a GM job in, like, 20 years – or 10 years at this point, I'm going to be like, oh, God, they want a Carmelo. And no no GM. Like, that's where I'm going to be basing you all it. How, how hard all these guys are pushing for Carmelo. Well, is it one of those things where they're pushing for Carmelo behind closed doors, and then when it really comes down to it, they're just like, actually, please do not, <laughs> do not fucking sign him. Please, oh, I do not want to play with him. I just, I have to do this because, like, you know, he's the homie. KD's using his burner account. To- this is essentially, essentially what I feel like all the NBA players are doing right now to Carmelo Anthony is the old, hey, can you bring somebody for my friend too? And then you say, is he ugly? <laughs> yeah, he's not that bad, you know? And it's just like, ugh, like you got to deal with what you got. Then then what had, whatever happens after that is out of your control, okay? So I'm, I'm honestly shocked he just hasn't ended up on the Lakers. It's not, I'm, that's what I'm telling you. LeBron right. is the person. I, I thought LeBron would be the guy that would make it happen. LeBron is... Number one on this example board right here that I'm, or this, you know, this verbal, verbal example board I'm, I'm bringing up here of guys that are going to voice their support for Mello, but they really deep down do not want to play with him. It's tough because then if you bring Mello in, he's going to block uh, Jared Dudley. <laughs> you only have room for one fat guy on the roster. Okay? <laughs> Jared Dudley took it. One, one old fat guy on the roster, Jared Dudley took that spot. Okay. Oh, so God. Carrying two fat guys is, yeah, is you're, you're a recipe for disaster. Mateo, it is time for the return of your fantasy football segment. I know you missed it. I was hoping you'd have the other music, the 80s music, and the ludicrous music going in the background. No, 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 no. And that's not 80s music. That's still up to date. But that's, oh, that's you new had a little wave. Steely Dan earlier. Anyway, oh, well, I did. I did threw that in there. But the, the most recent one that was playing was not from the 80s. If we're getting into particulars. All right. It's now time for the return of the fantasy football I don't know what did we call this segment last time. It was just your uh, Jesus. It's been so long. You get to name the segment. You got an extra oh, week to think okay, of it. Okay, cool. You don't have to do it right now. I don't want you rushing into anything. But uh, alpha you beta. Are, you are drafting fantasy. <laughs> you are drafting right now. So I do just want to point out that you may be a little slightly distracted, but that's okay. 
you know, I understand where you're coming from. That seems like criticism. What? <laughs> Taking little shots at a little me. little jab. So, what should we be looking for? For those of us that play fantasy football, because it is so prominent now, so like everybody plays fantasy football, nice try. Our draft, the CSR draft, is not until Wednesday at 8 o'clock. So without totally giving me away, giving your draft strategy away to me, uh, what, what are some things that you're looking for as you come up on this fantasy football season? I feel running backs. That's the area I'm always just focusing on. It, it seems like there's a ton of receivers out there, mm-hmm. especially once you get past that first turn. And if you're sitting at pick 9 and 10, you know, it actually doesn't seem that bad because most people are going running back early that you can get an elite receiver and then you hope you hit back around and maybe Chris Carson's there, maybe Fournette's there. There's guys that are still seeing a ton of volume. As far as running backs go, yes. I It's always it's always weird to me that I jump on a, I usually jump on a wide receiver in the first three rounds. Within the first three rounds, mm-hmm. you got to get a number one wide receiver. So you get a you get a premier running back. For, you try to get a premier running back from you know a team like whether in the past it's you know, we, there's always the gut the first three guys are trying to get at Zeke not being available is going to be interesting. I think he ultimately mm-hmm. comes back, but I don't think he comes back until week three or week four. Really? He's, yeah, oh, 100%. They, they said this morning that he's close to signing. Really? Yeah, he's. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. Well, was, then I didn't hear that. Yeah, so. Charles Robinson was one, and uh, yeah, and that ruins guy. my argument. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. All right. If he's close to signing, then he's close to signing. I guess heard it here first. Thanks, Mateo. I mean, M- Melvin Gordon's the one. Like, where would you take Melvin Gordon? Where would you feel comfortable? I feel everybody has been... Le'Veon Bell ruined a lot of people. To be completely honest, I'd pass over Melvin Gordon, to be to be honest, anyway. Oh, Just I always have in fantasy. I've, he's been available yeah. to me. He's been available to me twice now in the past three years that I've been doing fantasy, and I skipped over him both times. God, Do it. not regret the decision. I took McCaffrey with one, and I forget who I took last year. I think it was Dalvin Cook, and then he got hurt, so that one sucked. But Dalvin Cook... Well, what, what could have been with Dalvin Cook? Mm-hmm. You know? I, I like to go young with the running backs just because, you know, it's never hurt. Yeah. We'll see, Saquon, I think, is going to be consensus number one mm-hmm. overall. Yeah, it's and either then, Saquon, McCaffrey, or Kamara, any of those three. Kamara, yes. Who's the running back out in Cleveland? Uh, Chubb. Chubb, okay. Yeah, I don't know if, which, Chubb, I don't know if he could be I, high I up I wanted Chubb. Yahoo had their uh, default. He was either fourth or fifth, which Do we think Gurley me. still goes high? Uh, see, Gurley would be the Gordon of this year. I would skip Gurley. I just don't trust him. I feel like I'd be dumb enough to, to take Todd Gurley. I'd I mean, just be like, oh, he's still available here. Right. Pick number 10. For where he's going, I mean, if if he's playing, all, he won't play 16 because they'll probably be competitive. They'll probably hold him out a couple of games. Mm-hmm. But if you get him for 12 to 14 games at, at a second-round value, I mean, it, yeah. It, it, Wide receivers. Do I just start naming some? Yeah. Who should we be looking out for? You that know, was your cue. I'm going to keep going T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. I feel a lot of even people. Even with Jacoby Brissett? Yeah, even with Jacoby. I think he mm. does enough with the, the home. The home road splits do scare me, but with how good he is at home at the age that he's at and that they're going to be trailing, they're going to have to throw, I think that we all got a little bit rattled because of the luck situation. And I think Jacoby will do enough to get him the ball. I think he's a great value. I like Allen, Allen Robinson on a back uh, bounce back. Um, I like Juju where he's being drafted after the top guys. I mean, he's got a ton of targets that are going to be available with an, into, uh, AB uh, gone. Uh, Dante Pettis is another guy that I still like, even though he's had a bit of a rough training camp. I love me some Juju, but you also can't forget about a guy like Dante Moncrief, who relocated to Pittsburgh this offseason. I think he could actually be a sleeper pick for some people there. I'm not Oh, that didn't take you long. I'd rather have Washington over Moncrief. Well, that's the thing. That's with the Steelers, right? So you've got Juju, you've got Dante Moncrief, you've got James Washington, and Ryan Switzer coming in there in that gritty white boy role. Speaking of other gritty white boy roles, Cooper Cup. 
coming back. Cooper Cup would be after a... the ACL. We'll see how good he is though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's the one that was? On, he used to be on the. He used to be on the Niners, and now he's on the the Colts. Little white Trent Taylor. Oh, he's still on the Niners. He is still. Yeah, on the he's Niners. Their, He'd be their slot receiver. He's, oh, okay. he's out. He's out week one though with a fracture. Then who am I confusing with him on the Colts? Do the Colts have a little? Colts had a little. Um, they have a gritty wide receiver. A, I mean, Austin was it Austin Collier at the time? He was mm, one. No, I'm just tripping. My bad. I'm sorry, Trent Taylor. You're a, you're a Niner, not not a Colt. That's my fault. All right, and then defenses. Because tight ends are, I'm just, I'm just presuming that tight ends are a total crapshoot this year. I have no idea who to pick as far as. Oh, uh, for are. tight ends, it's just it's it's yeah, probably Ebron, yeah, Jack Doyle. Well, I mean, it would just be uh, it's Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz, oh, Gap, Ingram, and then after that, good luck. Yeah, good <laughs> fucking luck. Good yeah. luck. All right, and then defenses. I, I, I really don't pay attention. You don't to have I just, any idea. I just play. I honestly just play the matchup for week one, and then Thank I stream you. defenses. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't really You're care. I'm not picking a drop in a pick. Yeah, I have no pick. interest in in trying to guess, especially with how much of a passing league and scoring league this is. A defense like Jacksonville that we all thought was going to be really good was trash last year. Have you taken a look at the updated scoring system for this year? No, I'm going to. I, I, I'm going to probably be halfway through the drafting. I'm like, you know what? I should look at the scoring system. This is the CSR league does have a defensive player too, so don't forget about that. Oh yeah, I've already got my uh, uh, probably Alexander or Warner, one of the uh, Niners. Unless a Flan, I'm sure Flan, whatever Flan doesn't take, take for the linebacker, I'll take. <laughs> I think I might take some uh, Mark Barron. Oh, I know, I know who you're gonna want. You want Devin Bush? Yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah. Mark Barron would just be my my smoke screen. Just you guys don't take him. I wish Timmy was in the league. I'd pay Timmy. Be like, dude, draft Devin Bush number one. <sighs> Uh, no, I don't want to jinx him because I know if I draft him, then he's going to be shit, uh, you know, shit for brains for his rookie season. So I'm going to let that one go. You'll be a little angry when he if has seven tackles. Something, let it go. I might roll the dice, pick up on Keekly, but then again, Keekly will be useless to you by week eight by the time he's had four concussions already in the year. So, Do you draft a lot of Steelers? Like, I play in leagues local here. It's it's all ideal with Niner fans. So do, you I don't draft, get, do you draft a lot of Niners? Depending on the team, you could tell the way I, I view the team by how many Niners I have. Like when they had Chip Kelly, I didn't take any Niners because they didn't have any <laughs> skill position guys. The biggest risk I usually take as far as going with the Steelers, because I, I am I am weird like that. I am a little superstitious. I had Big Ben one year, and it was all right. But I usually go for the Steelers' defense as special teams, and then maybe eventually sometimes I end up with the kicker. Like, I had Boswell a couple years right, ago, that, and that was all right. But it's always other than that, place. like, I never I never get A.B., never get Le'Veon. You know, it's just I, I, or I, I never got A.B., never got Le'Veon. Um, I never have had Juju. I never even got... Um, Keith Miller, like, you yeah. know, so going back to those days, like, going throwbacks, like, I just never got any Steelers, so I just came, or at least the ones that I really wanted, you know, so we'll see. Hey, if Benny Snell separates himself somehow in the first half of the season, I might try and sneak and pick him up on the waiver. Yeah, they, they, over, they got Samuel, too. They got, they got I, I don't really trust Jalen Samuel. He's more of a bowling ball type in the, at the goal line, which is nice for fantasy and getting your points, but good luck, man, because how many times are they realistically going to find themselves on the one to two yard line where they need to punch it in? Well, thank thank God. He, he was considered a tight end last year, so I got to play him at, right, I got to play him at tight end in what my flex, league. Yeah. What a flex play. Super right flex. There. Yeah, super flex. He's a fantasy legend. Uh, all right, well, I'm looking forward to it. We're probably going to do an episode on Wednesday beforehand where I don't know what, what the hell we're going to talk about, at least as far as fantasy-wise goes, but we've, we're, we're getting closer. I'm excited. The whole philosophy behind waiting this long, honestly, is because we had exactly what happened over the weekend with the final roster cuts and, all, and a bunch of trades. It's true. You know? we, had, then, we had the McCoy signing. Okay, even O.J. Simpson got fucked by the oh, end of yeah. luck retirement, right? So would you give O.J. a free pickup? That was the big argument. Hell no. 
Wow, you, no. you're some brave people. Yeah. I would, I'd be like OG. You get three free pickups for that. Yeah, no, three I mean, you free gotta cool you up. You gotta cool OJ down. You can't have an angry OJ in your league. Get out of here. You angry OJ brings a little bit of an edge to it, right? No, no, yeah. too much of an edge. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want emails at three in the morning, Jim, because he didn't read his schedule right or or he didn't read the rules. That edge is sharp. All right, thank you, Mateo. I look forward to doing this segment as we continue down further this season. And now, it is time for. The return of Tim Brown's stat of the day. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling souls in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west. With their win on Saturday, UCF extended their winning streak to 25 games, which is applaudable, but still. 22 games below the record in college football history. I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? The whole thing? Yeah, one more time, the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so UCF won on Saturday, mm-hmm. which extends their winning streak to 25 games. Mm. But that is still 22 games below the all-time record in NCAA history. Who is it set by? The Oklahoma Sooner. Boomer Sooner. What, what was the time stretch? Uh, I can't remember. Probably in the 1950s. Doesn't matter then. Okay. We doesn't matter. The, doesn't matter. We yeah. don't have the dates. It doesn't matter. All right. The nights are still going. Well, going Tim, strong. it's been a while since we talked to you, and it's pretty much been it's the theme. It's been a while <laughs> since I've talked to you. <laughs> Thank you. So, it is fantasy football season. It's yes. pretty much all that we're talking about right now. And Great. Mateo and I. Not Flan. Both. Whatever. Both. Mateo and I are both in your kickers and punters only league. Yeah, boy. So, big reveal here. Just all we care about is our three teams. So, you tell us who you got first, (laughs) and then you can tell whoever we want to first who they got. Because I knew that the – I was the reason – hand up. Sorry. I didn't join the league until very late last night. So I was the reason that the draft got pushed back an extra day. So hand up. I feel bad. And then I totally blanked on the fact that it was happening at 7. So yeah. whoopsies. Who did anybody – who showed up the draft? Yeah. Did you, how many people – How many? first off, how many teams are in this league? Ten. Ten teams, and you get three kickers and one punter. Two two kickers and one punter. Two kickers and one punter. Last, no, last time we did it, no we had three IR. and two. Yeah, last time we did, but – for some reason, ESPN this year does not let you do under 10-team leagues, which was stupid. Wow. Because I think last year we had an eight-team league, I want to say. So. Yes. They're but, yeah, yeah, I went to try to adjust it. Because originally it was going to be a six-team league, and it was going to be super fun. Mm. But, but not this year. ESPN pulled the, Bummer. pulled the cover over that one and said, nope, sorry, 10 teams. So two kickers and a punter. What else are we expecting? Oh, sco- How's the scoring work on this? I don't know. I'm projected to score 151 points this week, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I just meant, like, what is the point system? Like, how are, how are we scoring kicks? Like, a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> Look for the points. So they just have to make field goals, right? They just have to make yeah. field goals. Your punters just have to put it inside the red zone and make sure they cough in corners. You- no, like I think there's, like, so you get uh, points for... Solo now you got both of us going and looking fumble, up the rules and the regulations. Fumble Come on. recoveries. What are the team punt, names? Overall punt yardage, I want to say, is part of it. Harley Lloyd. Exponential <laughs> points for field goals, nothing for missed field goals. 
some, some solid team names. Who is who is gargle my balls? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is uh, Dale, Dale Haston. He was my manager for the meat department in Livermore. Oh my god! The, uh, Whole Foods in Dublin, and I'm in his fantasy football league, and that's where I got the idea for these crazy scores. Oh, the Roadhouse Roundhouse Roadhouse like Roundhounders. I like that. Roundhousers, and then Carly Lloyd fanboy. Yep. Reform soccer player. Me. Team team. What the hell's Vacaville animal style? That's my uncle who loves In and Out. That's where I got my love of In and Out from. Better better team name between Mateo and I. Mateo's is Can I Kick It, which of course a nod to the tribe. Yes, he can. Thank and you. then my team name is Kicking and Screaming. Yeah, both both average. Oh okay. This is I mean, who has the best team? Who has the best team aside from Gargle My Balls? <laughs> <laughs> the second best, second best team name in this league is. Uh, in my humble opinion, I'm gonna go ahead and go with. Uh, shit, Pumped Up Kicks is pretty good. Yeah, Pumped Up Kicks. But uh, I think Carly Lloyd fanboy. Mm. I like Shane. Shane's got an original team name. Yep. Uh, team Odyssey. <laughs> There's, I, I appreciate it. There's always one of those guys in your league, though, that does that, you know? Like it they stays, just, stays like that till week nine. Uh, no, it stays like that the whole season. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you just you have to have that. It's an aesthetic for the league, right? You have you have yes. ni- 90% of your league will go hard trying to make the funniest, most creative name, or they'll have, like, one that they use every year that's just an arbitrary name. And then you'll just have that one guy, you know, maybe depending on the size of your league, it'll be two, where it's just team, last name. And it's like, you know what? Okay, it's a 50-50 shot if you're going to even <laughs> set your lineup this week. So I'm always excited whenever I go up against team, last names. Nice. Well, you're going up against the uh, champion from last year, so mm. good for you. We'll try and not gargle you balls. So. Ball. We'll, we'll try not to. All right, Tim. So that's going to be an interesting league. We will keep updated with that as the season progresses. What's your biggest takeaway from the first week of first official week of college football? Well, I uh, said it earlier in your podcast history, but uh, I think Jalen Hurts may be the front runner for the Heisman, and Oklahoma may actually go three straight years with Heisman winners. He made it look so easy tonight. Holy shit! I don't know if Houston's defense is that bad. Or if he's that good, but I know there's a bunch of controversy, not controversy, but a lot of people saying going into the season that he is no Kyler Murray, he is no Baker Mayfield, the tape doesn't show up, blah, 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 but 500 yards and six touchdowns later, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's arrived. He's, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens throughout the season. Good Lord, I'm reading here, can you imagine the immense pressure that Jim Harbaugh is under right now? The no. fact that the, the people are saying, you said no. <laughs> the, no. The people who are, oh, wow, just saw it up on the TV. Tim, who's that Dodger pitcher that looks like he smells like Cheetos again? <laughs> Is it Dustin May? Holy Dustin shit. May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dustin, dude. I took the ball off my forehead. I know. I just saw that right now. Oh, luckily he's got enough hair there, but like still, <laughs> that's not good. Oof. What was that? Was that? I was, we're watching good. that right now. Why is telling is 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 presuming that he looks like he smells like Cheetos, just messed up, or what? Like, should I got Funyuns there, or what? You know. I like that. I immediately. No. I didn't even look up. I immediately knew who you're talking about. <laughs> Cheetos and Mountain Dew, <laughs> Code Red. <laughs> All right, it's like but saying, who's that Bengals quarterback that looks like he smells like uh, nacho cheese Cheetos? The beige water pistol. So that's who it is right there. All right. <laughs> the so, beige water pistol. 
So Michigan, Michigan. I have to give credit to Uncle Colin Cowherd on that one. Uh, no red rocket. He's a beige water pistol. So Michigan won forty to twenty-one over Middle Tennessee State, but apparently they're still drawing criticism because that wasn't a large enough margin, <laughs> which is like why it's such a joke the first week of this. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, that's why you have to respect programs like the University of Miami and the University of Florida. And I am totally going to take this time to inflate and self brag for those two programs because they say, hey. We want a measuring stick game, right? Like, we want Florida wants to Florida wants to find out if they're actually for real, for real this year. And Miami wants to know if they've made any progression in trying to bring the U back itself, you know. And then you get teams like this, like where you go out there and you don't beat your you don't beat your walkover opponent hard enough, you know. It's like I'm sorry that you paid that school a couple hundred grand to come up and take the ass whooping, and you didn't deliver a big enough ass whooping, you know. Yeah. What was the other? I can't remember what team it was I saw, but there's one team one Maryland played. Bethune-Cook maybe, and it was 79-0. Yeah, right? Like, congratulations. Maryland's going to get the absolute piss beaten out of them for the rest of the season, though. So that's and good for those kids. Penn State played against, I can't remember, yesterday or today, and they also won 79 nothing or something like that. Yeah. Decapitated punter in the, mean, in the game and all that fun stuff. There's a hit. I'll have to send you the video, but there's a hit where the punter from the Division II school fumbled or muffed the snap, and the Penn State guy just said, fuck trying to block this, and did, just hacked it. Did Nebraska beat South Alabama? I don't know. Yeah, oh, oh let me see it here, yeah. Nebraska gained just 276 yards, committed three turnovers, and only defeated South Alabama thanks to two touchdowns by the defense and one by the special teams. <laughs> okay find out what kind of pornography the running back had or is, did or whatever. Is that why he got suspended? Yeah. <laughs> he was in a porno? I don't know if he was in one or if he was in possession of something or what. Ooh, but it's a, NCAA coming it's after him. If he, got, if he got paid for it, then he's getting in trouble. Yeah. 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 That's how it is. As Wale says, uh, Brandon Davis was screwing, but what if it was Jimmer who mm. was doing that instead? Well, Jimmer's mm-hmm. a Mormon, so it wouldn't happen. Mm. Or would it? What about Coach Hugh, Coach Hugh Freeze coaching from the hospital bed up in the uh, up in the press box? How, how great was that? That's total football guy move right there. That's football one on one. That's pretty good. No, we had. That was a goddamn game. Yeah. Is it Fangio? Fangio coached with the passing a kidney stone, and then now Hugh topped him by being in a hospital bed. It's these coaches, they're just gonna one up each other. If they can't actually win games, they just gotta one up each other and just on overall level of toughness, just for recruiting purposes. Then the Niners had a guy who was both trying to manage a football team and a Blippi's Deli at the same time. That was a golden era. Tom Sula. <laughs> oh, okay, that's what I was uh, thinking. I was like, are we talking Chip Kelly or Jim Tom Sula? Selling there? vacuums out of his uh, yeah, van Sula after the game. Just, uh, no, Tom Sula, I felt like every time they panned to him, there was about a 50% chance that he'd be eating a meatball sub on the <laughs> sideline when, they, when they'd go to highlight him. Just This is Jim Tom Sula's eighth game as a Niners. So yeah, it's like, whatever. They're, They're like, like, Jim, wipe your mustache yeah. around TV. <laughs> There's mustard everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but the one thing I do like about college football is I get hella nostalgic, and it's unfortunate that they haven't rebooted the game yet, but it feels like the time of the year where it's acceptable to go find your Xbox 360 or whatever game game platform that you had and go find that NCAA football 14 and pump that in there and start playing uh, playing a dynasty mode. And that, that hype usually only lasts for about like two, three months, but it's something I remember, and I still occasionally get the urge to go play, but I'm just like, eh, now a little busy. But, you know, there was nothing quite like making a dynasty and recruiting, you know, taking your favorite school and making them, you know, to what Alabama is today. Yes, and I still do play that game from time to time. 
Um, there are actually people out there who are still making lineups, and you could upload the most recent lineup for your school. That oh, you like get roster roster mm-hmm. updates? Yep, still has roster updates. Interesting. I'd have to see if my shit's still connected to EA to be able to do that. I think it just automatically does it for you. I will say, Madden franchise, I'm very upset with today. Dude, they got rid of Andrew Luck so fast. I'm just too cheap to buy any of the new ones, so I put in Madden 17 today or Madden 18, I don't know. One of the ones with Tom Brady on the cover, and I went to go play, and all the modes are locked except for the play now with the fucking Patriots and Falcons. I was pissed. What? what? Yeah. They, wow. <laughs> I've, never, I've, games like I've that. never heard of anything like that. Yeah, Ooh, what? That was a big middle finger. That's wild. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then a million, like, upgrade now buttons all around it. Uh, more fun, more fun with Jeez. the NCAA football game—the Road to Glory mode or the or the the Dynasty, Mateo. Oh, I didn't play NCAA. Oh my god! The only reason I would do it is so I could get the players from there and then import them in, for, so I could have drafts for Madden. Oh, dude! Then I could. Would run you it. ever do a Road to Glory for college football and then import your Road to Glory? There was like a three-year crossover where you could do that, where you could take your Road to Glory player and import them into a Madden draft class. And then play a no, Madden. No, I'd never do that. No. So it's I like was, you're, you're, I wanted real. I want to be realistic and build my little. But team. that's the thing. It's like so your player would instead of starting your Madden career at like you know like a seventy-two, like you'd at least he, he might have been a ninety in the college football game, but it, he'll start out as like an eighty-one in Madden. Like he won't be totally bad. You know that was the theory behind it. Tim, more fun Road to Glory or the the uh, Dynasty mode? I always did the Road to Glory where you get transferred over to your Madden, like you were talking about. Yeah first round pick every year <laughs> also sleeper fun when you're just kind of like in a different you know baked or drunk or whatever you're doing you're uh the mascot mascot game where you just play as the mascots bad. yeah just totally just playing a regular college football game but all of a sudden it's just with the mascots out there so yeah, special moves and yeah. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Their jukes weren't even real jukes. They'd like jump to the side, but they'd like spin and flip while they did it. Like, yeah, it was it was wild. I actually do remember that. That was that's some nostalgia right there. I like that. Take, take me back. Awesome. Take me back. All right, Tim, do you have anything soon. else to contribute? Soon, soon. Mm, I'm trying to think if there's anything I want to contribute. Okay. Um Mateo, how many leagues are you in this year? Gosh, now I've got to count it. Uh-oh, One, two, he's three. Over, he's oh, plus the plus the, the circuit board league. is frying. I did three drafts. I got four plus this one five. I'm in five leagues. Wow. Kicking league does that really count though? Yes, it so, does. It's okay, so I'm, yeah, I'm in five. What are we playing for in the kicking league? There's a soccer trophy for the winner. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like you just like pull like random trophies from places. Oh okay, yeah, dude, you got to play for something. Really well done. It's cash or a trophy? I gotta have something to represent yeah. for that season. <laughs> It's a fun little dumb trophy. Something to remember, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I'll, I'll I ho- soup it up a little bit. I hope I, I hope I take it. I like the soccer element, though, because mm-hmm. in the kicking league, it's very very apropos, yes. if yes. I use that term correctly. Let's see if Carly Lloyd actually makes it as an NFL kicker. Yeah, she's got to master the two-step technique. We'll see. I love all the kicking experts. <laughs> all, all the kicking experts. Came I'm not out. saying I'm. I'm not saying I'm a no, kicking I know. expert. It, just, but it killed me every time I went into comments video, on Twitter. In that video, she does take about like five steps before she goes. Like and very angry guys. I'm go. not angry at all. No, I'm I know. Saying, I'm just saying from what I was seeing, it, it was, is it was extremely the, it was possible hilarious. that she. And I'd be in favor of her being able to do it because all the people that are trying to make the stupid excuses, like you know, what happens if she has to go make a tackle? It's like, uh, yeah, how many times have we seen actual kickers? that can't even make a real tackle, you know? Like, it's it's a joke. It's a joke that she's catching that much criticism. I want to well, see it happen. points for tackles in this league, so hey. hopefully your Woo. kicker makes a lot of them. 
Dude, what if Carly Lloyd does sign a contract? I wonder how fast ESPN gets her into the fantasy league. Oh God, she beca- she would become the most immediately just swiped up. Like people would people would pick her up just to say, "Ha ha, I, I picked up Carly Lloyd." Yeah, Carly on Lloyd on my team. Yeah. All right, Tim. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. I don't see why not. Sounds we're, good. We're in the middle of uh, almost playoff baseball, so. Almost. Mm-hmm. We'll be getting some very, very important developments there. So, yeah, we'll be checking in with you yes. for baseball and college football yes, as, we, yes. as we move along. I'm excited to hear how you guys feel about the Giants' trade deadline moves in a few weeks. Well, here. nothing came to fruition, so I'm feeling pretty indifferent right now. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I still wish they dealt Will Smith. I, Bumgarner, I understand the Will Smith thing. I wish they did. But you know what? I, I like that the, the way Jalen Davis is hitting down in AAA, if he can come up. Um, I'm excited about Dubon. So at least they infused and they moved. Dubon. It was fun to watch their their fan uh, that day on fan graphs, their minor league system go from like outside the top 20 into the top, I think it was 15 they hit. So, you know, at least they made a little progress. Good. Good, good. Always good looking on the bright side of things. Something to look Mr. forward Mateo. to. Yeah, thank you, Mateo. Paradise, dealing with paradise. Sure. Living in paradise. Paradise every day. I'm ready to put on all my Giants gear and throw myself from the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> it's gotten to that point right now. This is, uh, if the Warriors and the Steelers didn't give me so much to live for. The Steelers no, are just, just going to... wait for the Steelers to suck this year. They're going to inevitably disappoint me. They'll disappoint me in the playoffs, though. That's where they usually... That's where they always get me. Is they lure uh, me in. This, they make the season is just kind of one of those things where it's like, all right, all right, everything's going according to plan. Oop, little hiccup there. Okay, are we going to fix it? Okay, we fixed it. And then the playoff time comes, and then it's just like, oh, Jesus. It's Murphy's Law. If anything will go wrong, it does, especially for the boys at black and yellow. Rams and Steelers play this year? I don't know. Yeah, they do. We played the NFC West. Did you play the whole NFC West? Yeah, okay. yeah. So... I don't know. I'm still trying to go. That. Five and eleven. I, you know, no offense, but I'm really hoping that the Niners really start out zero and two, and they drop that. I ticket hope price. not. I hope it shoots up the ticket prices. Oh, man, I really want that. I, I want whatever results are going to drop ticket prices, so I can make it to that game, and then. Oh, that'll be easy. Whatever results, so Connor goes out with an injury. Juju's out with an injury. <laughs> uh, no, okay, not not like that. You know, out <laughs> I meant more of like you know, at like the uh, the Niners experience the, there. That would be, yeah, that would be funny on that end. <laughs> I didn't they, clarify. Yeah, if the Steelers got off to a rough start and the they ran into a couple of injuries and the t- season ticket holders were like, you know uh, what, I don't need to see them in San Francisco this year or Santa Clara. Yeah, fuck, dude, that would be awful. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Tim. We will talk to you again on Wednesday. Thank you, guys, and just remember. Miami did it first with the turnover chain. All these other turnover gimmicks are trash. Well, I like to. I okay, real quick before we let you go. I like the newest turnover chain. I like the 305. So I like it. I like yeah, it. I'm a big fan. The, I don't the, know about the touchdown rings. Touchdown but, uh, rings are touchdown rings need to go. It's pretty stupid. But the uh, the the Ibis the Sebastian Ibis chain was 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 too much. I wish they brought back the original U, but I think that this 305 is acceptable. It is a little discouraging because the University of Miami tries to claim pretty much all of South Florida, so you've discriminated against a couple of, of, of um, area codes there, so that's unfortunate, but at the same time, it's like you can't make a chain with just a bunch of area codes on it. It doesn't really make sense, you know? Well, I mean, it would be like if San Francisco, or if the, if the Warriors, for instance, had a 415 on their jersey, they claim the Bay Area, right? Or actually, they claim Golden State. Well, they're going to have so a city jersey, now, and they're going to oh. have a town jersey now. Well, I'm just saying if they had one that said 415 on it. Yeah, that's true. 
You're leaving out 510, 707. They should have just brought back. They should have just ran with the San Francisco theme, honestly. You know, well, sorry, Oakland, but well, it's they, just, they already took it. I mean, the, you saw the photo of the court. They yeah. have San Francisco branded on, on there. The, on the yeah, sideline, but at the ready. same time, they have it. They have an uh, way or alternate jerseys, one of which they're keeping the town jerseys, mm-hmm. which are filthy, but you don't play in Oakland anymore. And then you have, which, so those can only be busted out every so often. Those can't be like regular alternates, right? Mm. And then you have ones, I think they, I don't know, they don't say the city on them. Do they say, they say the city on them? I want to say they're doing the San Francisco Warriors jersey. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, well, whatever. All right. Didn't they have jerseys that said the Bay for a little bit? Did they? I don't, that might have been those uh, Chinese New Year jerseys. Yeah, the, that was the one. The, the, slate, the, the yeah. black and slate and gold jerseys, mm-hmm. yeah, with the red, red lettering and everything. So. Well, I, I just remember there was one that said the bay, and I was like, oh, that's actually very smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just very, it's very nice and vague. It represents all north, south, east, west, you know. So, should have done that. All one. right. Uh, and then a quick jersey prediction. Sorry, I just got to throw this one in here. The most purchased jersey this year will be for the uh, Green Bay Packers. I don't know the young man's name, but his last name is Savage, and he is number 21 this year. Oh, oh yeah. D- Darnell Savage? Uh, uh, maybe it is Arnold Savage, but he will have the most purchased jersey this year. Savage, bro. Well, let's also send one to 21 Savage. So Yes, <laughs> 21. exactly. Great. Awesome. All right, well, thank you for that, Tim. So You're welcome. Oh, yes. Sa- savage. In there for you too. Hot take. I throw them all in there. Pop culture, sports, I do it all. baseball, football. I do it all. All right, Tim. The people. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Have a wonderful evening, gentlemen. Bye. See you, Tim. Bye. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimately. <laughs> wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. And winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. Mateo, we're going to start off with um, a little bit more college football here. I know, you, I know you weren't necessarily watching it. But Jackson State, their mascot, came out on the field. I saw that one. And they got penalized for it. So definitely giving that mascot an L because you can't be doing. Can't stuff. hurt your team. That's pretty pretty stupid. You can't be doing that. What do you? What do you, honestly like? First off, have you ever had an experience being a mascot? No, thank God. Okay, now have, have you had since you've been going to high school games any interactions no. with mascots? No, yeah. I do not. I do not talk to mascots. And I you don't. You don't want to interview a mascot. There's only a couple of high schools that do have the mascot anyway. And it's like okay, well you're out there, so there you go. Enjoy it. Like you know, do your job, but stay away from me. Okay. Don't get penalized. Don't get my face. Yeah. All right, next up on the winners-losers list, so I think that's pretty evident that we're giving that the Jackson State Jaguars mascot an L. You hold that L there, son, until next week. We'll see if you redeem yourself. Sure, you have some song with this. Next next up is Vasily Lomachenko, who's saying he's going to be taking some time off in Ukraine hunting and fishing before he decides on his next move after adding the WBC lightweight title to his collection. So, yeah, that, that fight went to decision, so he didn't put away the fight. He didn't put him away, but... Uh, I think we just need to recognize Vasily Lomachenko is a bad motherfucker. Really bad motherfucker. Did 40 years of ballet to get his footwork right, so now he just dances and flutters around the ring. Honestly, the fact that this fool, uh, Campbell, didn't... He said he proved both the most difficult fight of his career. Mm. But it, it, the fact that Campbell didn't go down says a lot about Campbell mm-hmm. because Lomachenko puts people down. I think he's like four, fi- 14 or 15-1 and one with... 13 knockouts. Whatever whatever it is, he's only had one. This is his second win of, of with decision, I believe. So, some kind of like a uh, Eastern European translate there. Second win with, with decision. Second win. Second win via, uh, yes. All right. 
Next up on the winners losers list, we have the NHL, and they're just saying no, we're not going to re- review our CBA. So now my question is, does that mean a lockout's impending? Oh, God. could there be no NH- NHL? Jeez, I I've completely forgot about the NHL until you just mentioned it with all with everything that's going on, and I'm so excited. Yeah, I was like, like, oh, oh shit, right, another, I was like, oh shit, there's another league. That league exists, right? Yeah. There's my hockey bashing hot take. Mm. So you have no idea? You have no thoughts on the I didn't even know that, lockout? that they would be set up for a lockout. What are you locking out from? I have no idea. They, I, I know that the players are upset because they become more stringent on cocaine testing, which is just <laughs> like, that's so, why would you even do that? Why would you do that when you know that most of your guys are You've already been locked out from ESPN. Yeah, true. And now you're just going to completely right. fade away to irrelevance, man. Like, TSN's been carrying that. That's what's going on there. So, All right, next up on the winners-losers list, we have Khabib. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name because I'll say something I'm not supposed to. Uh, wants Daniel Cormier to have one more fight before retiring. He says, I really want him to fight with Stipe Miocic rematch and finish his career. I don't know about his plan, but honestly, I want him to fight maybe February or March, fight with him last fight, and then finish. So thank you. Said all, all, as only Khabib could say. So a lot easier for you to sit on the sideline and tell somebody that they <laughs> should fight one more time, right? Super easy. That would just be like you coming over to me and be like, you should go fight right now, you know, or something like that. So, so. an L for voicing his opinion? An uh, L for voicing his opinion, <laughs> but a W for, for DC. Having that respect of another champion is telling you, hey, I think you can do better. I don't think you should go out like that. And honestly, I think it was in, in a case of like in each of these fights between DC and Miocic from what I've seen. And, I mean, it happens in every single fight, but it's like they, they, they've they just been these just half seconds where the guy lets his guard down and they get popped mm-hmm. for it. And it's just unfortunate because you feel like you get robbed of something. Like I, I want to see a, a war of attrition go four or five rounds, and I feel like they're just they, – they're able to catch these guys, you know, early, and it's unfortunate. It, it's always fun to see a knockout super early, but – at the same time, when a fight gets that much hype, you want to see a little bit more of it, you know? Mm-hmm. There want to be a little bit of a showman aspect to it. Yeah. You don't want the Derek Lewis or whatever that was where they just stood around for 15 minutes and barely swung on each other. Especially if it's DC's last fight. Yeah. Then, right? right? You want to see him do a little you bit go more. Go out, man. Give it all. Give it your all. And then Stipe's got to recognize that, that mm-hmm. if he goes for a trilogy, he might get paid more, too. So take some time off from firefighting. All right. Last up on the winners-losers list, I have LeBron James. And what he is trying to do is... I mean, he's trying to trademark Taco Tuesday. Do you have the Taco Tuesday what? ready to go? I don't have the sound. Oh, no, because no, it's racist in nature. So I will not. <laughs> and nobody's bringing that up. Nobody's bringing that up because it's LeBron James. But it's cool. Just listen to the way that LeBron says Taco Tuesday and how he's been saying it every single time. It gets a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, shall we say, uh, having the tendencies of... Or likelihoods. That's or a take I, I never thought would come out. What? LeBron's a racist? Yes. Just on Taco Tuesday. I'm not, yeah, Just I, when it comes to I Taco Tuesday. Specifically on this, on, on Taco this Tuesday. This is such a giant L. Go, you go trademark something else. It's Taco, the most LeBron thing ever. Taco Tuesday? You, what are you going to do? You're going to penalize every single every single college bar across America well, now just owes you royalties because you own Taco Tuesday? And Ravel had a tweet a couple months ago that there's a taco place that's a chain that has Taco Tuesday trademark. So what are you doing? Are you going to partner them? I don't know. Good luck. Why don't you go back to Space Jam and concentrate on getting ready for the season when you inevitably exit in the Western Conference semifinals, and that's a nice little Gold ceiling for you. Tuesday. Yeah. Hot takes. I'm done with it. I'm done with that. Thank you, LeBron. All right? Good luck trademarking Taco Tuesday. 
But Tyler, oh, could, oh, could you imagine if they had the Players Weekend jerseys and he wears Taco Tuesday? <sighs> no, he would definitely rock the king. He, he would. Be, he probably would. He'd, he'd probably be have a, 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 crown, a crown emoji. A crown emoji. Get out of here. Okay, that's it. We're going on to something. It's time for the pop culture update. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. And apologies for cutting you off there, Mateo. But that is just that I, I got frustrated because I could totally see that as something that he would do. He would definitely rock the the crown and then have that have that be you know maybe no definitely just the crown emoji. I don't know if he'd go crown emoji then James because mm-hmm. King James looks a little aesthetically better on the back of the jersey. Anyway, I digress. Pop culture update. Says here, as we look at the Twitter machine, actor and comedian Kevin Hart suffers a major back injuries from car accident. So, according to CHP, a friend of the 40-year-old Hollywood funny man was driving Hart's 1970 Plymouth Barracuda, nice car, when he lost control and the car veered down an embankment. Jesus. Both of them suffered major back injuries from the crash, and a third passenger was not injured. Wow. I don't know how that third person wasn't injured right, when you like saw the photo of Must it. have been wearing their seatbelt. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. That's unfortunate. Get well, Kevin Hart. Yeah, get well soon, Kevin Oof. Hart. Man, that's rough. Even if you don't like Kevin Hart or what he's done and what he said, like that's still that's still how it messed up. You can't just like wish uh, wish somebody, you know, ill will like that. That's just messed up. All right, so... Oh, Taylor Swift lands her sixth number one album with I was going to say, do you uh, have anything for me? Or yeah, no? I've got some Taylor Swift news. Oh, That's boy. Exciting. Yeah, please give it up. I just, I want she's gonna all catch the, the... She's going to catch the Beatles. I want all the Taylor Swift news. Is that really what's going on? Is she's going to catch the Beatles? I don't know. Oh. Six is a lot, though. So that's like, what's what's more likely of happening? Taylor Swift catching the Beatles or uh, Tiger catching Jack? Ooh. It's a good one. Yeah. Huh? Taylor's got Taylor's that's got the, age. That's the inner radio a, producer in there. Taylor's got the age on her side. Yeah, right. But I'm I mean, going how I said this last Tiger's episode, so I'm going to say it again. How many times can you keep on making a song about the same goddamn thing before your fans are like, "All right, enough. I've heard enough. I've heard enough. We get it. Kanye was a really big bully to you. Nobody ever believed in you and you did something for yourself in the music industry." I get it. Thank you. It's done. I don't know. She's got a huge fan base, and now that she's re-recording her music, she uh, has people on her side. Right, that whole ordeal right, that she yeah. went through. Just, oh, my God, feel bad for me. That's really what I want. All right, anything else you see here? Ooh, okay, deceptive headline. Reality star Kevin O'Leary, <laughs> so dude from Shark Tank, was on a boat involved in a fatal crash. So he didn't die. But he was involved in a boat crash on a lake in Ontario over the weekend. In a statement, he confirms reports about the incident. Wow. A 64-year-old man died in the collision. That's unfortunate, R.I.P. So, that's that's unfortunate. That's all I can say there. Mateo, got anything for me? Do we have anything on the lighter side? I feel like this has been kind of negative and, right. and sad. Just all sadness. I like the way there's a month, and I was like... Alex I Trebek is oh, yeah, back to a, work at Jeopardy. All right. On the mend and ready for season 36. Wow, it's been around for 36 30. seasons. Jesus. And they got it, and they have Jeopardy on Netflix. Dude, he had he had pain, he has pancreatic cancer, so that tells me that we have the cure to cancer. You just have to have the money, and Alex Trebek, I believe, has the money and some luck too. I mean, God, a lot. Well, of yeah, luck a lot of luck, but still, and a lot of money. 
And it's incredible, too, that he, he filmed the show while he was going through all the treatment, mm-hmm. did his interviews. I mean, yeah. What do you think about that new movie, The Joker, that's That's what out? I was going to bring out was all the trailers. Uh, oh, I'm excited. Because it's, it's, not, it's, not it's not a comic book movie. It's not it's filmed not, in like, that style. It's supposed to be like a noir about yeah. his life or something. Yeah, I which I like that I angle. I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I need it. It looks incredible. I don't think the I need that in my life. I don't think De Niro. I want that. You're so anti all of this, though. So no way. You know is, what I can't wait for is The Irishman on Netflix. I can't wait yeah, for that. Yeah, that's great. Try. I'm excited for that. Yeah. But the jo- the Joker, and it's not like, and you're just. And it's Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. And Bobby De Niro's in it. I don't know. And and just to have the angle and the perspective of of maybe some justification of why the Joker became the Joker. What's De Niro the they're playing? building up a TV host that mocks him. Mm. Doesn't seem like it's going to end good for him. Very deep role. Very deep role. I but, like it. But, it, I mean, it's it's just. It, for somebody where Ledger is put on such a, as the guy, he's like the way Harrison Ford is with Han Solo and Indiana Jones, to have somebody come in and be like taking over that role and all the guys that have played Joker, Jack, Heath, um, Jared Leto even. Jared Leto has a fucking Oscar, which I, still stuns me. I think that was one of the worst renditions. It, it goes Heath, Jack, and then there's really just everybody else that just pales in comparison. It is. I mean, you know, you've got to be a certain type of crazy to play that role. Yeah, you so, do. Or just look at in Jack Nicholson's case. So, And I, I like that Joaquin looks like a Renaissance painter that's stuck in the 70s. Yeah, that's like true. Like that look. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Mateo, thank you for joining me. We will see. Are you going to schedule or special, special guest drop by on Wednesday before the draft? No pressure, but the draft party will be 8 o'clock. What time you guys? Sh- you guys usually do like six. We do about five thirty, five forty-five on on Wednesdays. No pressure if you're not. Driving. No guarantees. No guarantees. No guarantees. But we'll see you for the draft party. Draft party is usually good for about three, four people. It's nice. You get a little nice little solid environment where you're talking shit back and forth. You can react to other people's picks, talk shit about their picks too. So that's what that'll be. Start drafting kickers and punters. And, you know, it's ninety minutes, man. It's, it goes by pretty fast. You get ninety yeah, seconds to pick and. It, you'd be surprised. You get occasionally there'll be those random rounds where you're just like, damn, like I wish I had 120 seconds, but mm-hmm. that's just too much. Two minutes a pick is too much, you know. So I had somebody that had, his league was 45 seconds because they did the league at 11 p.m. and so he was like, okay, since we're scheduling it so late, we're gonna make the pick shorter, mm. which seems like chaos. I like that. It was honestly one of the toughest things. Is it's the worst part about being a commissioner is scheduling the draft. I feel like anybody that's ever been a commissioner of fantasy mm-hmm. football league will tell you that they can vouch. It is the it's just the worst because you want it. You want to make sure that everybody's yep. able to draft. And ultimately, like now with the technology in our phones, like everybody is. It's mm-hmm. just, you know. And what I do is I always go majority rules, right? So I need I need conclusive numbers. And I proposed an idea for Tuesday, and that got shot down. It was only about four or five people that were down for it. And then Wednesday was just the more logical choice because of of how long I've waited. And I mean, I do that by, by strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's gonna want to draft on Labor Day, like you know. Nope. So. Speaking of which, have a happy Labor Day. You got yeah, the day happy, off? No. Uh, double pay day. Oh, double pay? Okay, yeah. I got the day off, but well, I would take double pay. What do, they, what do they do at the radio station? Do they just play old segments? They just and play syndicated stuff, nationally syndicated stuff. That's where you find out who your affiliate is. Like mm-hmm. our affiliates, ABC, Summer CBS, NBC. And then they just have specialized programming that goes, and then half of our stuff syndicated during the day anyway. And then you go on, and then they'll do the same thing for the afternoon show as well, too. There'll be a different show that they plug into. Do you, do you pretty much get like every major holidays? You guys stop doing shows. Yeah, but 
Uh, I mean, like the hours that we're pulling though when we're doing it normally, so it's like we make up for it because you show up early and yeah. then you cover for that day. Like yesterday, yesterday I went in and I did the weather report for Monday just because I was like, mm, okay, I need to make sure that that shit's done. Otherwise, we're gonna hear something from last week that, I mean, honestly, with the way that the weather's been going, probably be the same. But you know, I also wasn't there last Monday. I was recovering from the trip of Canada, so mm-hmm. yeah, we're not recovering, just unpacking, and I didn't want to rush back from work. Yeah, landed at like. 10:30, got home by, went to Airport Express, got home by one, and then I would if I was working, I would have to turn around and wake up at four right after, and I was like, uh, no, nah, no fucking. Man, way. you took the perfect time for the Airport Express. I had Airport Express at rush hour, and it was awful. Oh was, yeah, because the timing is. Never oh my right god! With that. Yeah, yeah, it was like. A I took half it an on hour. the way down. I got the 8:31, so we hit just a little bit of traffic, but it wasn't too bad. That was just initial leaving Sonoma County, and then it was smooth mm-hmm. sailing on the way down, and then. Uh, on the way back, yeah, because I caught it so late at night. We were, it, dude was able to correct, correctly predict what time we were going to land at each mm-hmm. spot. He was just very annoying about the way that he went about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but thank you, my friend, for stopping yeah. by. Do you have anything to say before we move on to uh, as we as we proceed? Nope. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor yeah, Day. Happy Labor Day. Happy, happy fantasy football season. Yeah, we're next week. We'll we'll be football. talking about football. Yeah, next Sunday we will have reactions from Ooh. the very first week of football, which reminds me, I need to call in like kind of grovel to Comcast and see if they'll throw. Oh yeah, you gotta try it. Throw get uh, see if I can get red zone on there for a discount price. See, does you guys have any specials? Sorry, I was on vacation. I didn't miss it. You know, see, we'll see if I can play that card. <laughs> like, sorry, you're so privileged. You went on vacation. We can't offer you any fucking deals. All right. To the haters and losers, of which there are many. Land would say go fuck yourself. Until next time. Peace. Later. Everybody done left, I need reinforcements All alone up in this world, so much could be an orphan I tellin' shorty, yeah, she cool, but I don't need a girlfriend I'm tryna build up my estate and I don't need a whirlwind Yeah, you would be the person I'm just connected with the angle, you can see the cursive I see you best fuck with the shit and you don't need a curtain I swear I said no once and you a different person Yeah, finna give your girl some I'm on rebound shit like I'm Dennis Rodman You hit me months ago, I lie cause I already got some Shit, you broke up with me first, so what's the fucking problem? What's the fucking problem? Wouldn't even send a bitch if she was living garden. Peace and quiet lately, hella cool, it's fucking awesome. I get a lot done nowadays by the pool before I couldn't breathe. Suffocate now, I can't breathe. Hit the blunt now, I can't breathe. Suffocate now, I can't breathe.